morning once again to everybody. Would you turn in your Bibles to Psalm chapter 68? Psalm chapter 68. We'll look at verse uh, 19 here in just a moment. Uh, Brother Caleb was talking about the, the blessings we enjoy being in America. Um, it's, it's just good for you to do sometimes. I know the world has 8 billion people in it now. Just, you know, ask your phone, how many people are there in the world? And then how many people are in America? And then, and then divide that out. It's just, it's just good for you to do it yourself and see that under 5% of the people in this world are, are Americans, are, are, are part of this country. Um, and uh, we, we sometimes think, well, we're so big and we're, actually it's, uh, um, we're the, the minority of this world and we enjoy such blessings. There was, I remember years ago, uh, um, uh, th- th- this, the, I, I got to work on a bus route in Hobart and, and this mom, her heart was in the right place and she goes, you know, sometimes my kids, they'll stay up all night playing video games and then they don't want to go to church in the morning. And I'm like, you don't say, you know, and, and so, and they'll, they'll try to pull a fast one on me. They'll say they're sick. And uh, she goes, but they're not fooling me. If they say that, I throw them in the car and, and rush them over to the emergency room. Two can play that game. And, and my eyes got big. I'm like, oh, my. You know, you take them to the emergency room? <laughs> you know, so this, uh, this lady didn't make a lot of money. But here in America, boy, there were, she, she had benefits being in this country to, you know, that she was her heart was in the right place. You know, I'll teach them not to go to church. But, <laughs> but just the benefits of being in this country. Uh, again, we complain. But there are such amazing benefits we enjoy. The, the police that keep our, our streets safe. Uh, we, we just, we, there's so many things uh, to be grateful for. The, 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 the military that keeps our country Safe. There's just, again, we're very, very blessed in this country. Um, well, the older you get, you're interested in that job. When, when, you're, when you're younger, maybe minimum wage is good, but you get a little older and you want some uh, fringe benefits. You know, okay, besides the paycheck, what else do I get? Uh, do I get a, a company car? I remember my dad, he worked for GE. General Electric, and so it came time for him to get a new company car, and, and, and somehow we, we thought he was going to get a Ford Expedition, this brand new behemoth of this vehicle was going to be coming, and, uh, and it, it wasn't a, a, an Expedition, it was an Explorer, but a brand new Explorer my dad ended up getting, and, and that was pretty fun, one of the fringe benefits uh, he uh, enjoyed. We, we want to know about the health insurance. What kind of a, what, what will my co-pay be? What will my deductible be? Even younger people, right? Those babysitters, uh, they're not interested in the fringe benefits uh, per se. They're, they're interested in the fridge benefits. Um, now, while I'm here, do I get carte blanche with your fridge? Do I have free reign of, of anything that's in there? Ice cream, you know, then they're in a sugar coma when the, when the parents get back, right? Um, but we're interested in the, the fringe benefits. And, and you know, there, there's, oh, to know the Lord. Oh, the benefits of knowing the Lord. I was listening to Brother Betrell. He was preaching in chapel this last week. Uh, I think it was on Tuesday. And he was preaching. And he goes, boy, some, there's a little bit of fun when you give into the world. But if you want to be really happy... 
Only, only God can do that. So there's a little bit of fun. And then it just leaves you empty. But you want to be truly happy. God, only God, has the corner on that market. Preached a message on backsliding. And by the way, uh, you have a little bit of time. Pull up those chapel sermons. I, I, I try never to miss one. Uh, if, if I'm, again, I, I go back and listen to them. And what a blessing that was. And then Brother DeSantis uh, uh, preaching Monday on, on just being steadfast. Being steadfast. I, I'd encourage you to, and again, if, you're, if you miss a service for ministries or something, I'd encourage you, they're right there. Go back and listen to it. Uh, but, but that's time. That's, that's my time. Oh, I'm telling you, it's a, it's a, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. Uh, if, it's, if it's preached, boy, boy if you're, again, if you're working in a Sunday school and you miss the Sunday school lesson, pull that up. And listen to it. Enjoy those things. But there in, in Psalm 68, verse 19, the Bible says, Blessed be the Lord. Blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits. So it's not that he just he takes care of us. He, you know, we, we stand in our cheese line and get a little bit to, to sustain us. No, he loadeth us daily. With benefits. Even the God of our salvation, Salah. Blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits. So I want to talk about to this morning, uh, talk about being loaded with benefits. Loaded with benefits. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you. I just pray that our, our hearts, Lord, would be supernaturally filled with gratefulness, Lord. We owe you everything. And yet, sometimes we live this life of, okay, God, what do you have to offer? Oh, okay, okay, hold on. Let me see what the world has to offer. Let me size the two of them up. Let's see which one I'll partake of today. Lord, how foolish. How foolish. You load us with benefits every day. And, and Lord, we owe you everything. And, and it should be our, our heart's desire from the, from the depth of our very being to please you. To really please you. Not how good is God doing at his job of pleasing me. But God loads me with benefits and I don't deserve it. I want to live my life pleasing him. Help us, oh God. Help us to really get a hold of that thought. You daily load us with benefits. I want to live every moment of the rest of my life truly bringing a smile to your face. May that be my chief goal. That's the best life I could possibly live and you're worthy of me living a life set apart to you in that way. Help us today. Speak to our hearts. As he sees in Christ's name, amen. Blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. So I, I saw three times in the book of Psalms where it talks about benefits. And so I, wa- I wanted to look at each one today. There in Psalm 68, verse 19, it says, of course, blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits. Um, uh, we, we heard it this morning in Sunday school that in, in Corinthians, uh, we, we need a renewal day by day. 
a renewal day by day. And we don't have to beg God, please renew me. He, he loads us with benefits. The renewal is there for us to just take it, to get in his word and say, Lord, less of me today, more of you. I'm really good at pleasing self. I'm not that good at pleasing you. Oh God, would you help me reverse that? May it be that I'm hesitant to please self and I'm good at pleasing you. Oh God, I need that renewal day by day, every day. Uh, I see here it's important to focus on his present goodness. Focus on his present goodness. Then in Psalm 103 verses 1 through 2 it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not. Forget not all his benefits. So not only is it good to focus on his present goodness, but it's good to forget not all his past goodnesses. Forget not all his benefits. And then there in Psalm 116, verses 12 through 19, what shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits toward me? Since God is so good to me, it only makes sense that I would want to repay him with all that I am. What shall I render unto the Lord for all of his benefits toward me? And then he says, I will take the cup of salvation. I will call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows unto the Lord now in the presence of all his people. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. O Lord, truly, I am thy servant. I am thy servant and the son of thine handmaid. Thou hast loosed my bonds. I will offer to thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving and will call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows unto the Lord now in the presence of all his people, in the courts of the Lord's house, in the midst of thee, O Jerusalem. Praise ye the Lord! So what shall I render unto the Lord for all of his benefits toward me? So not only is it good and fitting for us to focus on his present goodness as day by day, daily he loads us with benefits. It's also good to forget not his past goodnesses. But Lord, what shall I render? What can I do for you? What should I do for you? It's good for us to follow his pattern of goodness. So first, we see uh, we should focus on his present goodness. God is good right now to you and I. Boy, the lie of the devil is, Lord, if you'll just show yourself good in some way, I'd be interested in following you. And God says, no, no, no. If you would just open your eyes and recognize that I am good right now, well, your life would start to make sense. Focus on his present goodness. Blessed, literally a blessed, uh, blessed be the Lord, it says. Blessed, the idea is to kneel. Boy, do you spend time on your knees saying, oh God, do you really just spend time? I love you. I love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you. The implication here is to, to bless, to adore, to worship him. Are you saved today? Have you personally trusted Christ as your savior? Are your sins covered 
in the sacrificial blood of Christ. If not, you're missing out. Too many people are afraid of entrusting their life to Jesus. But the truth is, life begins once you've entrusted your life to Jesus. There in John chapter 10, verses 27 and 28, um, he's talking about those that belong to him. Jesus says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me, and I give unto them eternal life. You're afraid that I don't, if I surrender my life to Jesus, my life will be over. No, your life will have begun. I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Once you're saved, oh, the package, the fringe benefits, oh, the package that comes along with salvation. There's redemption by grace, a remedy for guilt, a resource for guidance, a refuge for grief, and a reservation in glory. Oh, the redemption by grace. Ephesians 2, 8, 9. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. I, I, I once quoted that, and I accidentally said it is a gift of God. And, and Jonathan Lang's dad caught me after the morning service, and he says, it's not a gift. It's the gift. The gift. And I said, thanks, brother. That will help me remember. It's the gift. The gift. There's no gift that's greater. For by grace are ye saved through faith and not of yourselves. It is the gift. Boy, for me it didn't cost anything. But for him it cost oh so much. And really maturity is where it's like, well it doesn't seem like, if I don't pay much for it, it doesn't seem like I could possibly appreciate it. Well maturity comes in. And you're like, oh, you know what? Somebody else paid dearly for this. Young people, sometimes we think of all the freedom we enjoy in this country, right? Uh, And we take it for granted because it didn't cost you a thing. But all the maturity of to grow up a little bit and then to realize that other people laid down their lives so you could have freedom. It cost somebody else. And I need to keep that in mind and let that thought change me for the rest of my mind. The people that died so I could have this book. The people that died to copy this and get it into the hands of others. Oh, and and we'll throw it in the corner of our room, won't we? But oh, the sacrifice. Somebody thought, I will give my life so that others can enjoy these words. The sacrifice of somebody else. Redemption by grace and the remedy for guilt. The remedy for guilt. Uh, Brother Rarden preached last Sunday night on sin and the the devastating work that sin has on our lives. And oh, just just the guilt. And Adam and Eve, they sinned and they went to hide. And and boy, in, in those, I don't know if they found some bushes to hide in. And they're like, yep, this is a good spot for us. We'll spend the rest of our life right here. Yep, this is the place for us. And a lot of people, they're hiding in the bushes. They spend their life hiding in the bushes, convincing themselves that's the place to be. This world is hiding in the bushes. And the lie of the world is, oh, it's better here. It's, oh, oh you, you, sh- you should wish that, oh, 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 if you could be so lucky as to spend time here in the bushes. 
And boy, they have their, their, their party lights. And you're like, what's going on back there? <laughs> wow, it, it's really good back here. Oh, but they're hiding in the bushes. There's guilt, and they're trying to cover that guilt with worldly entertainment. The next movie, some, some drugs, some alcohol, some filth of this world. And there's that guilt underneath. The world, oh, they do their dead level best to try to convince everybody it's better in the bushes. But then there's that voice. Wherefore art thou? Wherefore? Give me, here, pass me another drink of beer. Pass me another. i got to drown out that voice. But you know you're going to stand before that voice someday. You're going to be torn from those bushes. You're going to stand before a holy God. Don't ignore that voice in this life. Well, as a kid, I, I, I've told this story before. I remember getting in trouble. And, you know, my, my, you know, my mom, you know, just wait till your dad gets home. <laughs> and I remember crawling under the kitchen table and thinking, I'll just spend the rest of my life right here. Hopefully my, 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 my family will forget I exist. And when dad comes home, mom will be like, seems like there was something I was going to tell you. But I can't for the life of me remember what that is. And I would just spend the rest of my life. Life would be good. And as my sister walked by, I'd say, hey, it's real life happens down here. Don't you wish you were living under the table? Oh, but somehow my mom would always remember that she had a son. And I would be called out to face. My dad would, would paddle me. He'd, he'd discipline me the Bible way. And afterwards, he'd give me a big hug. The slate was clean. And the guilt was gone. Oh, you know, the guilt. And and the world, they have a thousand and one ways to drown the guilt out. But the guilt is still there. And there's that voice, wherefore art thou? Wherefore art thou? And you can try to drown it out as much as you can, but it doesn't work. With cleansing... We are no longer enemies of God, but we can be at peace with Him. There in Romans 5.1, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have, peace. we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, the, redem- the remedy for guilt. And then the resource for guidance. Again, God is good right now. Let's focus on His present goodness. We have a resource for guidance There in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not on thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Almighty God offers to direct your paths. That's amazing. Almighty God offers to direct your paths. How amazing. A resource for guidance. And and we like to say, well, Someday when I stand before him, I'll just just explain a few things to him. That's not the way it works. Your your, Your only hope is to submit yourself to his explanation right now of how things work. You're not going to explain it to him. He has already explained it to you. Will you submit to his explanation for how things work? Uh, now I, I just use my phone for a GPS, but, but years ago I had the TomTom. The and there were funny voices you could, you could put on the TomTom. I remember Hungarian grandma. 
She could, she could help you get from point A to point B. And, and she would turn right. And then you should get on this highway for a while. And just don't go too fast. It makes me nervous. <laughs> there, was a, there was the pirate. The pirate voice with, Avast, ye scurvy dogs. Make your way into the starboard stream. And you're like, uh, um, Oh, make your way into the starboard stream. Am I changing lanes? Uh, which way is starboard again? And, and what did you just call me? Uh, <laughs> but you know, the, the GPS, boy, you get, you, you, sometimes you, 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 you miss your turn, or maybe the volume is turned down. Uh, you, you, you miss the, and, and, it, and it recalculates, doesn't it? It will recalculate. And sometimes people will tack up, oh, you know what, and then my GPS starts yelling at me, you didn't do it. When the truth is, it, 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 just, it just recalculates. There's a place that you should be, and from here, this is how you can get there. It just recalculates. It's like, wow, the long-suffering of my GPS. It just calmly recalculates. How can I get you to where you should be? Isn't the Lord long-suffering? We miss some turns. We're not listening. We don't care to make that turn. And the Lord, you say, Lord, I, I don't think I'm supposed to be here. I think I missed some turns. And he just lovingly recalculates. And he says, I'll, I'll, I'll help you get to where you need to be from where you are right now. I'll help you. All that resource for guidance. And then the refuge for grief. Uh, boy, the, one of the most blessed, one of the most beautiful double negatives in all the Bible there in Hebrews 4.15. For we have not an high priest that cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin. The Bible is saying that we have a high priest that knows what we're going through. He can be touched. When we hurt, he knows what it's like to hurt. We have a, a wonderful high priest there in Psalm 46, 1 through 2. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Uh, therefore, we will not fear, though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. Oh, that refuge for grief and then a reservation in glory. At the end of this life, I have a home in heaven. A home in heaven. John 14, 1 through 3. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. And receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. Let's focus on his present goodness. Boy, Eve, Eve, she's literally in paradise. And the devil convinced her that God wasn't good. How much more so is the devil going to be able to convince you that God's not good? The truth is God is good. Um, Claire and I, we were having a daddy-daughter moment, you know, this, this last week. And just enjoying each other. And then I just said, hey, Claire, 
I love you very, very much. Um, but who loves you better than Daddy? And she, she knows God. And I said, and Daddy doesn't even come close. Not even close. If, if God took me from you today, would you be angry at him for taking your dad from you? Or would you be grateful for the time you got to enjoy a saved dad? Which one would you choose to focus on? God is good. The devil will come to you and say, Oh, look at all the things you're doing without. Don't let him take you on a tour. Turn your back on him and turn to the Lord and say, Oh God, you give me way more than I deserve. Daily you load me with benefits. Be still and know that he is God. I think that's just stopping and saying, Lord, I love you. Thank you for how good you are to me. Secondly, uh, we should focus on his present goodness. And secondly, we should forget not his past goodnesses. His past goodnesses. Um, Because it's empowering. If God could help me in the past, he can help me today. Oh, it's empowering. There was Israel. And they were like, oh, we're, we're going to go into the land. And the giants are huge. And the enemy is powerful. And what are we going to do? How are we going to go into the land? And God says, how quickly you forget that, that I, I enabled you to leave Egypt. They were powerful. But they were nothing before me. Can't you look back and remember that a very big God helped you in the past? And rely on him to help you now? Here in Deuteronomy 7, verse 17, If thou shalt say in thine heart, These nations are more than I, how can I dispossess them? Thou shalt not be afraid of them, but shalt well remember what the Lord thy God did unto Pharaoh and unto all Egypt, the great temptations which thine eyes saw and the signs and the wonders and the mighty hand and the stretched out arm whereby the, whereby the Lord thy God brought thee out. So shall the Lord thy God do unto all the people of whom thou art afraid. You're afraid of those people, but you have a God that's bigger than them. Bible says the fear of man bringeth a snare. When we're focused on what, what man can do to us or what will man think of me if I take this stand? I'm afraid of man. I'm, oh, that, that brings a snare. Focus on God. Focus on his past goodnesses. Blessed, bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. That's that song, right? Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Not just blessing him with, my, with your mouth, blessing him with your soul. The depths of your being, heartfelt gratitude, and all that is within you. All that is within you. All that is within you, blessing him. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and forget not. We're so forgetful, we creatures. But we we need to ask God, help me not to forget. 
A good God that helped me in the past stands ready to help me now. What are we half-hearted about? And what are we full-hearted about? I fear, I fear that a lot of Christians, American Christians, American Christians are, are half-hearted about their service to God. And they're full-hearted about other things. Why can't we be half-hearted about worldly entertainment? Oh, that, that's interesting. I might take a look at that. I'm going to be careful. And then full-hearted toward the things of God. The World Cup is going on right now. Um, some of you are like, oh, really, Brother Chavez? You know, it's like, of course. I, they picked out, so Argentina scored yesterday on, I can't remember who they were playing. Um, but they, they picked out this fan, this Argentina fan in, in the highlights. And you, he was wholeheartedly happy. I mean, every atom of his being they, they, they watched it. I mean, it was just like, it was, it was like, you're looking at, you're like, wow. Wow. That little inflatable ball got poked by someone past the goalie and hit the net. And you would have thought that the guy's life I mean, that was the highlight of his entire life. How much of that when, when somebody says, hey, guess what? I got to talk to someone about the Lord and they got saved. Oh, that's great. That, that's great. I, I, I had a really good hamburger yesterday. Boy. Boy, that life of that person that gets saved. Not an inflatable ball that ends up in the back of the net, but all of eternity has changed. Oh, help us to take a good look at our priorities. Yes, and enjoy a soccer game. I, I enjoy watching a, a soccer game. But I want to be half-hearted about that joy. And I want to be full-hearted about the things that matter to Him. Somebody said, what if today we only had the things that we remembered to thank God for yesterday? Um, Boy, the gratitude attitude. When I was a kid, you know, Patch the Pirate had that song, right? Um, Some people grumble. And dream of having more. They want a new toy. They want the dog that lives next door. If you're unhappy and everything seems wrong, you need to learn this happy song. Just catch the gratitude attitude. The gratitude attitude. Give thanks in everything. Catch the gratitude attitude. The gratitude attitude. Lift your voice and sing. Always thank the Lord each day for everything he brings your way. Catch the gratitude attitude. Gratitude attitude. Catch it every day. You may not have much. Your supper may be cold. You may be gloomy because your clothes are 10 years old. Don't be dejected if you don't have a lot. Give thanks to God for all you've got. Boy, that gratitude 
attitude. Oh, I'm, I'm convinced that gratefulness unlocks the power of this Christian life. It is so important. All right, thirdly, the psalmist said, What shall I render unto the Lord for all of his benefits toward me? Since God has been so good to me, what can I do for him? So we should not only focus on his present goodness and forget not his past goodness, but let's follow after his pattern of goodness. Uh, What shall I render unto the Lord for all of his benefits toward me? I will take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows unto the Lord now in the presence of all his people. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. O Lord, truly, I am thy servant. I am thy servant and the son of thine handmaid. Thou hast loosed my bonds. I will offer to thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving and will call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows unto the Lord now in the presence of all his people in the courts of the Lord's house. In the midst of the O Jerusalem, praise ye the Lord. I will take the cup of salvation. Boy, if Jesus died a horrible death. Are, are you saved? He died. What should you do as, because he made that great sacrifice? Partake of the salvation he procured through that sacrifice. Lift up that cup of salvation. Testify. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. I'm saved and my life means uh, something because of that. And it only means something because of what I have in Christ. I will take the cup of salvation. I will call upon the name of the Lord. There's some supplication. I'll spend time with him in prayer. I will pay my vows in the presence of all his people. There's some separation. I will live a life in the presence of his people. I will be with God's people, uh, paying the vows, uh, living the life that I should be living as a part unto him. There's sacrifice. I will offer to thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving. And then at the end, once more, I I will pay. I will pay my vows unto the Lord now in the presence of of, of his people, in the courts of the Lord's house, in the midst of thee, sanctification, a life that's set apart to the one to whom I owe everything. Year, years ago, uh, there was a, a fellow that would ride my bus. And he was a, a special needs person. And he was, I think he was in his late 30s. Um, and uh, so he would, I would go to this group home and spend time with him and pick him up and bring him to church. And, uh, and, I, and I knew that it was his birthday. So, and I knew he liked a can of Coke here and there. And so I thought, I'm going to bring him a can of Coke because he likes Coke and, and he was allowed to have it. I made sure, you know, <laughs> made sure he was allowed to have it. So I brought in a can of Coke and I had it behind my back and I'm like, hey, um, is it your birthday? Yes. And I said, well, I brought something for you. And I pulled it out, brought you a can of Coke, handed it to him and he's like, Oh, oh, thank you, thank you, oh, thank you, thank you. (laughs) And I was, I'm looking at him, and it was almost like he hypnotized me. I was like, I'm going to go get some more Coke. (laughs) I'm telling you, gratefulness is powerful. Gratefulness is powerful. And when God 
daily loads you with benefits. Oh, God, give us the heart where we can say, Oh, oh you're God Almighty, and I'm, I'm nothing. Why? Why would you do this for me? Oh, you're so good. And heaven says, hey, go get some more blessings. I can't help myself. But far too often, instead of inspiring heaven to bless us, heaven wants to smack us. It's never good enough for you. No matter what I do, it's never enough. Heaven wants to smack you. Because of how grateful you are. This life that you live to please yourself and forget about the one you owe everything to. Oh God, give us a heart of gratefulness. The benefits of Almighty God.